Hi, this is Dr. Bia Hamid, and welcome to another episode of Road to Her Future. So today's topic is career coaching. And um, personally, I kind of feel like career coaching is, is a new like career, like going to school myself and, and being in higher ed, you know, the terminology career coaching and the title career coaching, this is something new that I'm hearing um, maybe in the last just few years. Um, and I'm pretty happy that it's made its way into higher ed and, and that we actually, at the university I work at, we actually have career coaching here. So today my guest is Logan and Logan is a career coach at Eastern Michigan University. And she has a really rich story about how actually she became a career coach. And we're gonna hear her suggestions for any girl, any woman who's interested in, in a career in STEM or want more information about STEM. And she's kind of gonna give us like guidance on, on you know, how to go about it. But you know, it doesn't pertain just to women in STEM. It just I think it's good knowledge for any, any student out there to know. So um, Logan, welcome to my podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to share my story and hopefully share some words of wisdom for some other people that might have been in some certain situations like I have. So thank you. Awesome. Sounds like you have a good story to tell us. So um, I'm really interested to know um, what brought you to career coaching? Like, how did you decide this was going to be the career for you? Yeah, so ironically, um, I kind of just walked into this career, really. Um, I am a first-generation college graduate, which I'm very proud of. I come from a very lower-class working family. I grew up in a small city in upstate New York, so there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me where I was. Um, and being first-gen, you have this pressure on you to do amazing things because you're the first one in your family to have the ability to do so. So I didn't true. even... Yeah, we just have this pressure, and especially for our younger siblings, right? We want to set that standard in our family. So that was on me. Um, so I didn't really know if I wanted to go to college at first. I didn't have a direction. So I just decided to go to community college. Um, and I'm so, so thankful that I did. That opportunity exposed me to so many things. I was a student athlete. I was a resident assistant. I had lots of on-campus positions because I had to afford to go to college, right? My work study paid for me to go. Um, but really there was no one at the community college that was there supporting students in a sense of career services. So there was no one, there was no career coach that they, I could go to and say, hey, I'm not sure what I wanna do. So I was kind of left in the dark there, but I know that I wanted to do something regarding helping people. That was what I wanted. That's my passion. I love being in a position to help and support and guide students. I didn't know at the time, but I had taken some business classes, specifically marketing, and I was like, this is kind of cool. So I had two marketing classes at that point, and I was like, okay, I know my two years is coming up at community college, so I ended up transferring to a four-year school in upstate New York, completed my Bachelor of Science in Business with a concentration in marketing. So 
even at my four-year school, I didn't have anyone there to support me with career. So I was still lacking that. I did talk to one of the admissions counselors for their one-year MBA program, so Master of Business Administration, and they talked a lot about this business analytics uh, concentration. I was like, mm-hmm. that sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. I've always been really good at computers, but you know, again, she didn't give me the career support that I needed. She just was pushing the program. Okay. So again, another step, another barrier when I could have figured this out so long ago. So going through my classes, I was really one of very few women in my analytics and coding classes, which is really common. And it makes me so sad that that's a thing. More women need to be in STEM. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So let me pause it right there. So I want to point out that, you know, your master's degree, even though you got an MBA, which an MBA is a master's of business administration, your focus was data analytics, which is heavily STEM related. So, you know, even though you had a marketing uh, undergrad degree, there were elements of STEM in there. Even though um, your your master's is in business administration, it was still heavily STEM. So I want um, the audience to realize that even though you're going into, you know, you, you love business, you want to be a business major, you want to be a marketing major, elements of STEM are still alive. And he, I give you permission to call yourself a woman of STEM. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> go ahead. So let's, let's hear more about your story. Yeah, so being one of the only women, I felt like I had this opportunity to really showcase myself. Um, so being involved on campus, organizations, all those things, getting more involved to expose myself to all of these opportunities, because otherwise we don't have that opportunity. You kind of have to be the leader if you're the only one that looks like you in the room. So you have to put yourself out there. You have to put yourself in a position to gain those opportunities. So because I didn't have that career support during my college years, I wanted to be that person for someone else. So in grad school, I did a graduate assistantship in my career center, mostly doing programming and professional development on campus. And I was able to do a little bit of peer consulting with students. So I reviewed resumes, cover letters, helped with interviewing and job fairs. So that's where I was exposed to this amazing world that is career services and career coaching. Um, And you talked about this in the beginning and how it's you're hearing it a lot now, especially on LinkedIn, everybody's branding themselves as career coaches because people need that support. Mm -hmm. Five, 10 years ago, career coaching wasn't really a thing, Mm -hmm. but now students want to have that individualized support so that they can get to their goals faster and get what they need to get there. So that's why I do what I do because I love supporting students and I know what it takes to reach your goals. And I want to help you get there quicker. I am just so impressed that you as a grad assistant, and for anyone who doesn't know what a grad assistant is, is pretty much your way to get a free graduate degree, your your tuition paid plus get a stipend. Um, um, You as a grad assistant decided to take it upon yourself to be that peer support, that consultant, that that resume writer, that, that helpful, person that can help you get a great job so you I think you were born for this role 
you know, you, you cut your teeth on, on helping students um, find their career, find their passion, right, to prepare for their jobs. This is such a great industry and um, you're, you were at the right place at the right time. Yeah, so there's actually a theory in career development and it's called the planned happenstance theory. And it means that we all just fall into these opportunities, but we also set ourselves up to be in a position for these opportunities, right? So me choosing to go to college, for example, that was my choice. Then me choosing to continue on and get my bachelor's, then carry on to my master's program. I still had to apply to the graduate assistantship, but who would have known that it would have opened up these opportunities for me. So yes, plan happenstance is a thing, but we also have that decision of choice, right? Which plays a huge factor into it. And making decision, decisions and making these choices can be difficult, but my job as a career coach is to help you make those decisions based on what you know and being well-informed and prepared and confident to make those choices. So I love that theory because it basically applies to everybody certainly does. I know it applies to me as well, but I'm really happy you came on today because I really like your story and I like how happenstance happens <laughs> for you. You know, it just, that's, that's really awesome. Um, so let's talk about um, how, so you work at a university, you deal with undergrad students all the time. Let's talk about that woman who comes into your office, right? Mm -hmm. um, how do you guide her to the right career? How do you help her? Yeah, so with my job, um, essentially what I do is obviously support students with their career development, but I also help you understand who you are as a person, your personality, your specific interests, your skills, your values, and how all of those things combined can help prepare you and make those informed decisions on career. Now, I kind of had my light bulb moment when I was in grad school to figure out, hey, I'm really good at this. This is kind of cool. Everyone should have that opportunity. And some people are even lucky enough to have multiple light bulb moments. You might have lots of skills and be talented in many different areas, and that's fantastic. But some people, it's only that one thing that they're amazing at. So I want to help you get to that light bulb moment. So for women that come in, I want to explore all of your interests and values, lay it all out on the table so that you know what you're good at and you can make that well-informed decision on your career. That's a whole lot. So how do you, how, like if I came to see you, how would you get me to lay it all out on the table? Like, what do you do to, to get me to say all these things? To, to extract that information out of me. If I don't even know, if even I'm not sure. It is a process and career development is a process for everybody, but there's certain tools and assessments that we can take together and work through them and analyze them. So one of the tools that we use a lot are card sorts. So physical decks of cards that allow you to see things more visually and to work it out yourself. Then after you complete the assessment, we can look at those cards talk about what they mean in terms of career development and how they relate to you and your skills. So two in particular, um, we have the Nodel card sorts for skills and then the same thing for values. And those two are really impactful because there's a lot of skills that we might not think that we have, but then when we put them in a place where we can look at it, look at the future careers, it just will make sense. And the same thing for values, right? We know what we want, 
especially with this pandemic, our values are changing. So figuring those out and relating them to careers, I can help you through that. I bet you see a lot of people coming in with a different mindset, hopefully post-COVID, right? Mm-hmm. I bet a lot of you're seeing that now, um, how they're, they're thinking of their career, like maybe somebody was in a different major and wants to be a nurse now because they've seen the impact nursing has had on society, you know? We couldn't have gotten through COVID without nurses. I think we all know that. I also, it's on the flip side too. I'm also seeing a lot of students who went in wanting to be a nurse and because of everything, they're pulling that. They don't want to be a nurse anymore because of the environmental standards and Mm -hmm. the way that they're treated at work. All these different things are impacting those decisions. So it's totally okay to change your mind and that's okay. I personally changed my major, I think three to four times Mm -hmm. when I was at community college. Mm-hmm. it happens everybody changes their major everybody changes their mind and while you're young you have time to do that so why not explore right you know you you said something in this interview today you brought up community colleges and I haven't talked about community colleges yet on my podcast and I want to tell you I am a product of a community college I believe in community colleges um, I think for a student who's unsure of what they want to major in for a student who might have financial struggles and can't afford the, the huge university um, tuition for somebody who, um, for whatever reason, like wants to explore multiple um, majors and, and, you know, trades and, you know, so many different things at a community college level, it is a great place to start. So um, I love that we have that in common. Very cool. Yeah, by far, our community college was the best decision that I ever made for myself. There was so many opportunities just from those two years that really kickstarted everything else in my life. Um, I, I told you before, I, I came from a low-income family. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the ability to pay for my tuition, mm-hmm. but community college was really all that I could afford at the time, and those work-study positions allowed me to pay for my tuition and pay for my books. Um, luckily I I got an RA position so my room and board was free but I still had to pay for my tuition and books right so if you are in that category maybe you're not sure if college is right for you Mm -hmm. consider going to a community college you're going to get the same attention same level of education as someone who's going right into a four-year degree and honestly it almost puts you at an advantage because there's a lot of opportunity for you to transfer after community college lots of scholarships Lots of other opportunities that four-year college students might not have. So best decision I ever made, and I would recommend it a hundred times over. I concur. Great, great, great advertisement. I love that. (laughs) So, um, So let's wrap it up. So if you can share a few words of wisdom and advice with girls who are 14 to 24, what would that be? Well, lots of things, right? Mm. Um, but I think um, a couple of things that come to mind are because you might be the only woman in the room, you need to do a really good job of advocating for yourself and figuring out who you are and what your needs are, and then who can you talk to and who are your support people that you can reach out to when needed. So if it's your family, you have mentors, even your professors or even your high school guidance counselor can be someone for you. 
but make sure you do a good job of being confident and advocating for ourselves. And there's lots of really awesome resources online, lots of women spearheading themselves in industries on LinkedIn. Also, um, you know, check on YouTube, lots of amazing resources on there as well. So advocating for yourself, being confident and gaining that awareness so that you can go into your field and feel more confident. And then I think my second one is probably to don't be afraid to ask for help either, because this career development process that you're on in this journey is can be overwhelming, but it's also important to remember that we don't have to do it ourselves, right? There's other women like you out there. So connect with them, seek support in them, and also seek support in your support system. So that would be my advice for anyone who maybe is going through something similar like I did, or um, you know, who's ready to just jump all in. That is some great advice. So um, whether you're in high school or community college or university, you may have access to career coaching where you're at. So you may wanna drop in and, and see what services they offer for you. Um, but if any listeners have any questions or want to follow up, how can they connect with you, Logan? So I am more than happy to connect with anybody listening today who might need some support or guidance. Um, I'm happy to be a mentor for you and to share my expertise and advice or just be someone there to listen. So if you have questions you want to follow up, I am on LinkedIn. Um, so you can just search me in the search bar, Logan Dolan. Just make sure you add that second N in my first name. Um, and then my email is my first name and last name. So logandolan at gmail.com. So I'm always welcome and, and open to hearing anyone else's stories. And I'm super appreciative for you having me on today to share mine. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much for all the great advice and sharing your story with us today.